0: welcome to another round of the football fridays in georgia podcast here on gpb media thanks for accessing us however you are doing so facebook snapchat instagram twitter the gpb football app go to your favorite podcatcher use the quotes Football Fridays in Georgia, make sure that you close your quotes, hit the little magnifying glass, search, download it on your favorite podcatcher. That's what we're doing every single week. I'm John Nelson, along with me, compadre in the borough, Tommy Palmer. And, Tommy, it was the penultimate week for high school football in the regular season. That blows me away.
1: I second that emotion. I definitely do. It was it, it was a great weekend. Another one of those wonderful weekends as you head into the end of the regular season, and I don't think uh, all of the brackets have been set up so far. No, but, no, no. But we no. do have Bracketology coming this week, do
0: we not? Yes, we do. After Decula's uh, dominating performance to secure a region title for themselves over Lanier, it was good to see everybody out there at Decula out at Bear and Field last Friday night. We're getting ready to head down to Moultrie. Bracketology will be all over the place, so bring your pens, bring your pencils, bring multiple versions of your brackets because we're going to be figuring them all out all week long. And on Friday as games are going final from the hog Hogpen down in Moultrie. Let's kind of talk about the week that was. I know that you had some math that you wanted to get into, but in 17A, Caulkwit County puts up a big number, puts 45 on Tift.
1: And they hung 45, and uh, everybody I talked to, I talked to Rush after the game. They were just probably in their element. They played well. They played well on grass and was not on turf, and look at and and Camden and that thing they played, you know. This is an amazing region. Are we still in that little thing there where we say three teams make the playoffs and then we deal with the power rankings yet again?
0: Yeah, we're still with uh, the wild card at Team 32, and it wouldn't surprise me if the fourth team out of Region 1 was Team 32.
1: I think it's going to be Camden, is it not? They've just dramatically improved this year, John.
0: Yeah, they have, you know, coming into uh, what we've seen with Bob Spire, 0-2 in the region, but 6-3 and 3 overall, and they've had to schedule a lot of folks out of state just because of where they are, mm-hmm. and you, obviously you look at 7A, you look at a team like Grayson, who puts up a big number, Parkview put up a big number, Hillgrove put up a big number on Marietta to get themselves to 9-0. and A lot of teams toward the top, North Gwinnett, the defending champ, who's kind of flying below the radar, put 42 on Peachtree Ridge, but I know the math that you wanted to get into was in 1-6A with a tremendous game last week with Valdosta and Northside
1: a tremendous football game that may be your best understatement of this <laughs> def, definite season what was the
0: final 46 44 in a track meet correct yep AJ Akins kicked a 40 yarder with two minutes to go for the game winner Tate Rodemaker. sorry Tate Rodemaker. there you uh, go <laughs> 30 of 48 for 491 and three and Jaheem Bell caught 10 of those for a buck 18.
1: I tell you what, that's an interesting region. One six A. Lee County has clinched. Valdosta has clinched, and I think Northside Warner Robins has clinched. And I think that Coffee may be number four. If my math is all wrong, please correct me, sir.
0: Yeah, but no, right now, Lee County three and zero and nine and zero. Valdosta, with their win over Northside, clinches the two seed and home field advantage. Right now, they're they're in the barn at six and four, three and one in the region. Coffee. Northside, Houston County. That's what we're going to be looking at this week out of 1-6-A. Lee County is at coffee. Coffee is 7-2, and two, reminder. Right. And then Northside is at Houston County. So Houston County would have to upset the apple card at Freedom Field, knocking off Northside to kind of put things into a bit of a tizzy when it comes to the four seed. But if you project out, Lee, Valdosta, Northside, coffee. That's the
1: way it should be in, in that region, and I think that's the way the power rankings would go. But it is uh, the final regular season football game this week, and nothing is, is, is secure until nope. they say, here's what we're going to do, folks. Uh, another one of those middle Georgia things that is, has really just stuck out in my mind is veterans and Warner Robins are now going to play for the region
0: championship in yep. 5A in the mid-state. And we'll get into the week that will be in just a little bit. Let me go over another couple of matchups real quick. Okay. Uh, Blessed Trinity knocking off Maris 10-7. Uh, field goal in the fourth quarter to break a 7-7. tie wouldn't surprise me if we saw those two teams when it comes to game 15 all over again. Then the region of doom in double-A. Brooks and Fitzgerald had a tremendous game. They brought the hammer one by one,
1: 28-27. I'm telling you right now. And I think at one time, uh Fitzgerald was up twenty one to three or some ridiculous score. And then, woo! look what happens when the, when the game is completed. Fitzgerald is done for the year. They get to take a week off before heading into playoffs. Brooks is one, Fitzgerald's two. You've got Thomasville and Early County playing for three and four. That's the worst that either one of those two teams can do. And, of course, Early County has had a really good year. They've won the Alabama Athletic Championship this year with five wins over
0: in Bama. And look, uh, looking at Class A private really quickly, a lot of close matchups. Athens Academy wins by two. They're now nine and zero. Fellowship knocks off Whitfield Academy, 42-40. They are nine and zero. Aquinas holds off Warren County, and they are now eight and one. Swamp War ends up big to Clinch County after mm. being tight early on, 40 to 14 over Charlton.
1: You never can put your finger on that region down there, and what's going to happen in a football game. You know, we, we watched this thing last year when you had Irwin winning the regular season, Clinch winning the championship, or vice versa. It's happened so many times, I can't remember. But also, one, one place where a lot of folks have gone to sleep on and they don't really have a lot of respect for the region. But I gotta tell you, the dark horse for the championship coming in in class single A public would have to be Pelham. The Hornets are, are playing Mitchell County this week. But i got to tell you something, Pelham is loaded. They've got speed, and I've got a good friend who coaches who's seen them play, and he said they are the real deal. Got speed, got everything you would ever, ever need. So Pelham, I think, might be one of those dark horses that, as I like to say, laying in the weeds over there, John, waiting to attack.
0: Pelham nine and zero, Mitchell County eight and one, and Pelham gets this one at home this Friday night. A couple of other te- uh, one other team I want to look at in single A public before we go. Riverside Military knocking off Commerce, so Commerce is now eight and one. Okay, the week that will be, you and I are trying to figure out which games to figure out. We would talk about, and we'd have to do like three or four other separate podcasts to get them all down. <laughs> but you, you, I mean, let's you want where do you want to start? the The most A's or the le- the least amount of A's?
1: Uh, let's start with the least amount
0: of A's. Okay so we talked about Pelham and Mitchell County Marion and Sly going at it 9 and 0 versus 8 and 1
1: Good football teams in Class <laughs> A this year. <laughs> I mean, Next. you turn your head
0: and you got somebody who's nine and zero going up against somebody who's eight and one. So the schedule makers really done good this year when it really? when it comes to that kind of activity. And then in Double A, up in the mountains, here's one that I looked at: Rabin and Union. Rabin at eight and one, Union at nine and zero, going at it for the region title. And this one is in Tiger.
1: That's the amazing thing. You look there and you say, "Okay, Rabin County's in probably." Whoops, no, not as the one. Yeah. And and you got a you got a football team union sitting there at
0: 9 and 0. What is going on in North Georgia? That's going to be a fun one to watch and a good friend of the show Lee Shaw. Now let me let me go over another game in Double A right there in the middle of the state, Dublin. At Washington County in the House of Payne, 8-1 versus 8-1, Roger Holmes versus Joel Ingram. Oh, I'm telling you,
1: this is going to be one of the best double-A football games in the state probably the entire season. Joel Ingram's got Washington County playing well, but I got to tell you, Roger Holmes has Dublin. And they have been talking about Dublin, how young they were the last couple of years. They're no longer young. They're big, they're strong, they're fast. Guess what offense they're running, John? Uh, Delaware wing T? That would be correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, oh, do all my goodness. research and figure out who Tubby Raymond was from all of the camps. And so the two big disciples of the Delaware Wing Tee, Roger Holmes and Jeff Heron, when it comes to the Georgia High School football, that was how I got my education into the Delaware Wing T, other than actually interviewing Tubby Raymond one time. Hurd uh, County at Bremen is another matchup to look at. Right. They're 7-2 versus 8-1 and one for uh, the number 3 team in AA right now.
1: Right, you've got you've got these classic matchups, which you hope for at the end of the year. Region championships, where the stadiums will be filled and uh, folks will be scouting the fours and the threes, will be taking a look at the ones and the twos, and it's going to be an interesting Friday. Uh, it's it's hard to imagine, as I said in my blog this week at GPB blog, it's hard to imagine, but we are at the final mm. regular season. Uh, games of of this football season. A lot of folks go home unhappy about eleven o'clock on Friday night. John
0: Calhoun and LFO go at it in A, Dawson County and North Hall in a battle of eight and ones. Benedictine has to wait until Saturday to Saturday. take on Jenkins, eight and one and seven and two.
1: Yeah, two good football teams. They're, you know, I, I really think Benedictine is is the class of that league, but that does not mean that uh, Southeast Bullock and Jenkins can, can, can do some damage, you know, statewide. E- everybody should be as good as a Benedictine, and, 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 and I think Jenkins and, and Southeast Bullock, and I believe Windsor Forest is going to be the four seed out of that region as well. And, boy, I tell you what, Buzz Busby's son has really done a great job with that Windsor Forest program. So those are your four teams. We'll just have to wait and see how they
0: line up Saturday night. Quad A, one matchup that I looked at, and, I'm, and I really have circled and highlighted, Troop at Cartersville for the region championship. Both teams at 9-0. and Troop beat Central Carroll after a bit of a slow start. Kobe Hudson again passes for 291-3.
1: My question to you would be, is Cartersville just that good, the program that stable? Is it going to be that good every year? I do know this. The past two years, Troop has been... Really, really good, and obviously that program has been stabilized and in Class 4A. Look for those two football teams to be there near the end, maybe the Elite Eight. Who knows how they're going to match up in the playoffs, but these are two great football teams, Cartersville and Troop. It it helps to hold serve, you know, at
0: home. Yes, it does. You're looking at BT, Mary Persons, Troop, Pius, Cartersville, Eastside, Marist. That group probably is your top seven in Quad A and 5A. Wayne and Ware go at it mm-hmm. at Wayne County. Seven and two goes to nine and zero. Oh, uh,
1: and it's J.C. Field. Boy, those Yellow Jacket fans are going to have that place rocking on Friday night. These are traditional rivals anyway. If they were both three and seven, they wouldn't like each other very much. But this is for all the Marbles in uh, Class 5A in that region down there. Statesboro made the playoffs again, or finally made the playoffs again in that region. But this is for one and two. And it's, uh, it's a talent laden field, as
0: you well know. When we're looking at 5A, we're kind of building up to the, the one matchup that you talked about earlier in the show. Jones County and Stockbridge in a battle of 8-1. and one. Dutchtown has already clinched the region in Region 4. First Amazing. region title for Dutchtown and the Bulldogs under Coach Clifford Fed. 4-5-6 and six pretty much, depending on your poll. Tremendous matchup there with uh, Jones County and Stockbridge. These are two
1: really good programs. These are, one's got a more finesse uh, agenda. The other very physical, but uh, the physical at Dutchtown wins the region championship. And that's the old uh, makeover of uh, our friends at uh, Brooks County. They
0: brought the hammer and they earned it. Brought it north. So we're at the two minute warning. Let's talk about the one matchup in 5A that you talked about earlier Warner Robins and veterans. And I don't think you and I can say enough about what Milan Turner has done there in Kathleen.
1: I have always believed this guy is one of the best football coaches in the state of Georgia. He's had success at ECI. He's had it at Thompson. He's had it as an assistant to Robbie Pruitt at Coffee. He left there last year, applied for two or three jobs, and was the finalist in several of those and, and got the veteran's job. And, wow, what has he done in his first year? Can you imagine where this group is going to be
0: in two or three years down the road? Any other matchups across your bow that you're keeping an eye on this week? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only all of them. Circle all of them. Hey,
1: all of them. And I'll be anxiously watching uh, your your bracketology show. <laughs> I gave up on it three years ago. I never could get it right. So I'm going to let you handle that. Uh, watch John on uh, this week's uh, call quit. And uh, uh, what's the other team? I can't. Oh, uh, Lowndes. Lowndes. Yeah, Lowndes team. And, and I'll, I, I'll recap it on radio, and I hope you'll have time to come on the show, John.
0: Oh, yeah, no doubt. And everything will be in pencil. We're looking, obviously, at Hillgrove and North Cobb in 7A and in 6A, Creekview and Harrison, Tucker and Stevenson, and Harrison and Creekview as well that is it for another round of the football fridays in georgia podcast here on gpb media go ahead and use your quotes football fridays in georgia hit the magnifying glass go to your favorite podcatcher. subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and all of the other media once again thanks to ross terrell and the gpb radio army for keeping us on the ones and twos he's tommy palmer i'm john nelson don't forget all access pass from the hog pen, seven o'clock Kick off a little after 7 30. Football Fridays in Georgia. It's lounge, it's Calkwood. it's bracketology Friday. Be there. Bring your pens, bring your pencils, bring your brackets. We'll see at the field.